0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Just Saying Football with Jack and Sean. I'm your host, Sean Gannon, along with my partner, Jack McNicholas. We're here to bring you news, notes, weekly updates, and game analysis of your favorite teams from around the league. Now, the chance, go check out our website, justsayingfootball.com, follow us on Instagram at justsayingnoGWJS for article and video updates, and don't forget to check us out and get us in your ears at Just Saying Football on Spotify. All right, buddy. Um, okay. Huge comeback from the Giants last week, which was great. Not so great one for the Vikings. Um, we're in week three, Sunday Superflex. Yeah. You want to kick it off with the AFC South matchup and our blowouts? Yeah. We have the we, Houston Texans. Yeah. Go going ahead, go to on. Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. They're favoring this one. Jacksonville by minus nine and a half over under here. 44. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah. My bad. I, I had to take a second there because I saw that nine and a half and I'm like, oh man, we are starting off with a good blowout. And we, we saw Jacksonville last week be pretty underwhelming against the chiefs. So I got to be wondering, you know, why? Is it so big against a divisional opponent? But the Texans, despite CJ Shroud looking better than I thought he was going to, the offensive line, you know, Nico Collins, it's not really clicking for me where I think that they're going to be a threat to Jacksonville yet for the division. But there's going to be a huge test going on the road.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm riding that same camp with you and also like Damian Pierce is not having the season that people were hoping yeah. for or expected. Um, Despite Trevor Lawrence being 0-3 versus the Texans until last year, um, I expect him to get his next win against them this week I think that Jacksonville is yeah. going to keep the ball rolling Despite their loss last week to Kansas City The defense played well, the offense just needed to get it going And what a better team to get back on track Than the Houston Texans coming to your home game you Yeah,
1: know? That's, a, that's a matchup That's a get-right matchup
0: right It's a, a huge get-right <laughs> matchup All right, Let's keep this moving when the Buffalo Bills make their way to Washington To take on the Commanders Buffalo's favorite in this one by minus 6.5 Over in here, 44.5 uh, Sam Howell, two weeks to comebacks. Uh, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, the it seems like Ron Rivera has really figured it out on, you know, what they've been needing to do, which is just use all those first-round picks on the defensive line to destroy people. Right now, they are 10 sacks or two, two games. Right now, that's the, the best in the NFL. And, you know, Brian Robinson, he's, he's getting fed. Antonio Gibson, like I said last week, we thought it was going to be a committee, but I mean, Brian Robinson's getting six most touches in the NFL. I am interested to see how they match up against a team like the Bills, who we're both pretty high on, and we both think will be pretty competitive this year. Um, do you do you think uh, you know what? What are you thinking about this?
0: I'm going with Buffalo for sure. I just think that the Bills are are like one of the best teams in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and they know that, so they got to prove it week in and week out. They you know Josh Allen has a weird thing mental he- like hiccup with the Jets always. Um, I do think though, that the Washington's way to win this game is through that defense, like you're saying. If mm-hmm. you disrupt your, uh, Josh Allen, you'll let him get the ball uh, to Safan Diggs. You will let them run the ball comfortably with James Cook. Like They're starting to get more and yeah. more. Um, I think that that will make them one-dimensional and allow you to then take over. He'll start to make those mistakes as he tries mm-hmm. to put everything on himself. So there's a route here for Washington uh, yeah. to win. I just think that the matchup's going to be a little bit tough. This will be a big, a big opponent for Sam Howell.
1: What are you thinking about that 44-and-a-half? I mean, we've both seen these teams the kind of be over. Yeah, I think yeah. you can
0: comfortably hit that. the 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 Commanders have surprisingly scored here and there, and the comebacks are are
1: are imminent.
0: Yeah, and they make you feel hopeful if yeah. you're hitting the over on something. It's
1: interesting. I I did not have them going to know. I mean, the last two games they, I got to give my flowers to Sam Howell. I mean, this this uh, this team and Ron Rivera, they're looking great. Um, what about Stephon Diggs right now? Seventeen catches. Do you think that? He can get over 100 yards against this defense? He can get over 100 yards, absolutely. I like that. I I like
0: that. Assuming that the pass rush uh, isn't too much on Josh Allen, I think yeah. for sure. All right, let's keep it soon. So the Indianapolis Colts making their way to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Uh Baltimore in this one by minus 8, over under here 44 and a half. 44.5. Um, some injury news, obviously, at the moment. Anthony Richardson is in concussion protocol. He's not currently going to be in the game. This could change leading up to the game. Just keep yep. that in mind if you're listening to this right now. Um, this this can change. What are your thoughts uh about this one? Baltimore's won the last four out of five matchups for Cindy.
1: Yeah, so you know, it's it seems like, you know, Lamar is just clicking and being worth pretty much every penny that he was paid to run this offense, uh, you know, during the offseason. Obviously they lost J.K. Dobbins week one, but they were able to kind of bounce back last week. Maybe that was a little bit of a formula of them playing the Texans and a Bengals team that kind of sucks right now. But the Colts uh, Anthony Richardson, me and you were watching the game, we were like, he just, he's just looks great. Like, he knows what he's doing. And um, I think the the interesting thing here is Indianapolis. Obviously, they've had such a tidal wave, and you don't expect Richardson here. I would have loved to see these offenses, you know, especially if Jonathan Taylor was playing this week. Um, I, I do like the Ravens, and I do like them by eight. I, I don't think Gardner Minshew. Um, I love him. I love his story. He's He's the man. But this week in Baltimore, that is not an easy place to play.
0: No, not at all. Um, and again, I said it last week, and I'll say it again. Anthony Richardson, if you're in a league and you're you're the Joe Burrow owner right now, Richardson might be out there. He yeah. still might be on the waiver wire. I would pick him up. Just it's a good stash. I'm telling you. All right, let's keep this moving I'm along to sure. so the Denver Broncos making the way to Miami to take on the Dolphins. Miami's favorite here by minus six and a half. Over on here, forty eight. A lot of points expected. How are you feeling about this one? Because we have a new defensive coordinator, Vic Fangio, yeah. the former head coach of the Denver Broncos. I was going to say, we there.
1: usually talk about these teams and how they have both good offensive weapons, but they have defenses that can beat you almost any game of the week. Uh, Vic Fangio is a big reason why Miami gets a big boost there. Um, last week, obviously not the way Denver wanted it to go. Uh, Hail Mary, which is awesome. Who doesn't love a good Hail Mary? But... Then you got this two-point conversion that's bobbling, and you know there's a pass interference call on Cortland Sutton. You know he he doesn't get the call that he wants, and you know that that costs him the game. Um, Obviously, Tua right now is unstoppable like he is unstoppable
0: his entire offense is is unstoppable um and it's a little bit unfair for the rest of the league they're also running the ball a lot Raheem Mostert's been out there for a ton yeah. of carries 28 carries 158 yards and three touchdowns I mean I think he's currently leading all running backs in touchdowns with three not many are yeah. going to the running backs right now but it's, it's gonna <laughs> it's happen true. in time um some injury news though Jalen Waddle also in con- concussion protocol um again don't know if he's going to be in the game. Expectation is right now he's not. He's yeah. still in the mix, uh, you know, of concussion protocol. So expect him to be out. Change your lineups, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still going Miami in this one. Even if Waddles out, I trust what Mike Daniels uh, can do with this team. Yep. I th- uh they're finally back at home. You know, I just think that the way that Denver has played has not given me a ton of confidence to say to to say that they're going to be a team to to compete still and also. Everything I've said in the offseason already just feels so wrong about Sean Payton <laughs> right in the wrong of the Denver Broncos ships.
1: Hey, look, he got both of us, buddy. We're sitting here watching and we're just saying, what is in the water in Denver when these guys go out and play? It's like they literally they they have the tools. They have the keys. They have all the players that you could want to compete. They haven't even had to go up against one of their tough divisional matchups yet. And now we're looking at this as – you know, you got Tyreek Hill coming to town, and he had a 200 yard game week one. And then, obviously, he kind of underwhelmed last week during the Patriots game. But they were really running the ball, and they were up. They didn't really have that need. I mean, I have to wonder against Pat Surtain, does Tyreek Hill without Jalen Waddle on the other side, does he can he get a hundred yards this week?
0: I'll put him on the under on a hundred. The Denver Broncos defense is solid, mm-hmm. um, and they uh, they scheme pretty well. So I'll say under on hundred, but I think he can get a touchdown. Like I think his line might end up being like eight seventy six and one. I, like I mean that. that's not that's not a bad day. Yeah. It's not the day that you want if you're Tyreek yeah. Hill because any any given day he can go off for two hundred fifteen yards. He's incredible. Um, yeah. But <laughs> that's that, that's nothing to complain about, and I yeah. think that will force too also to get everybody else involved. And I think we'll still see a healthy run game.
1: Yeah, they definitely need to get, you know, everybody else involved. Um, you know, Smythe, I know a lot of people were talking about as a good tight end streamer. Um, but, you know, I, I I do worry about this offense of the Broncos. You know, they've already lost Dulcich. You know, Judy's banged up. Cortland Sutton is just getting double teamed. He's not really a guy that kind of overcomes that. Um, but I, I, you know, he he obviously was the guy they went to in that, that big situation. This is gonna be a better game than we expect, but still, at the end of the day, I think Miami they could just run away like they did last week with it.
0: Yep, I agree. All right, let's keep it moving. We have the Dallas Cowboys making their way to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Dallas is favored this one by the largest spread or second largest spread of the week by minus twelve over under here at forty three and a half. Um, I know we're both gonna lock in Dallas the Cardinals. Despite going up on the Giants last week, just you know couldn't couldn't hold them off. And no no offense to your Giants, but the Cowboys are playing better football right now. And I don't think that Arizona is going to go up easily on on Dallas. And I don't think that they'll then allow a comeback to happen. You know, they're just going to get blown out. Yeah, I think I think this Take is a, a simple spread.
1: one. Yeah, this is twelve points, and that's just something. Um, you know, me and Sean were talking before the show. In the last about two hundred and twenty five games that have been spreaded out at this length. Um, You know, it's about an 89% hit on teams that are 12 points. And the reason for it is it's hard to score two extra touchdowns in the NFL. Dallas has had no problem with that the last two weeks. Um, Just go ahead and take them. (laughs) That stat
0: line is a perfect segue into our next game, which is the largest spread of the weekend. When the Chicago Bears make their way to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs, Kansas City's favorite by minus 12 and a half over under here of 47 and a half. They got a win last week, Kansas City against Jacksonville. That was mainly done by their defense.
1: Yeah, we you know, we don't really get to talk too much about their defense right now. Um, you know, the Chicago's defense is right now one of the worst, allowing over 32 points a game. That should really help Kansas City open back up uh with a good defensive matchup. Um, but Kansas City's defense is the third best in scoring right now, not what Mr. Justin Fields would really want when he's walking into into Arrowhead.
0: No, absolutely not. I think he's going to be running a lot and that's where he's going to be getting most of his Potential touchdowns for this offense. Um, maybe you hope to see DJ Moore kind of get get more His involved life. in this. It started it happened a little bit in week two. Yeah. Um. Let's see if Ibraflus can dial up the passing just a little bit better. But this will be a tough one. I'll hit that spread as well, and I like the over on this one. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. So let's keep us moving. So we have a lot of meh games this week. Mm-hmm. Was a tough one. For matchups, guys, in week three. We have the Tennessee Titans make their way to Cleveland to take on the Browns. Cleveland's having this by minus three, over under here of 39 and a half. Obviously, huge news uh, on Monday Night Football. Nick Chubb went down. Uh, He is out for the season with a gruesome knee injury. Uh, If you haven't seen the video, you definitely don't need to. Um, It's a brutal one. Uh, They just brought back uh, Kareem Hunt. What are your thoughts about this game? Tennessee OT winner against uh, Los Angeles last week as well.
1: Yeah, walking into this game and coming out of it, you know the Browns have right now the best rushing offense in the NFL, and that was a big part because they were giving it to Nick Chubb, and they were making sure that Nick Chubb and you know kind of ran this backfield, got like a hundred percent of the carries. So now they're going to be turning into Jerome Ford, Kareem Hunt. On the other side, you know who's getting the ball? Derrick Henry in Tennessee got his first touchdown last week, but you know. They don't have that stability right now on the Browns. You don't have that, That you know, you, you look at the end of the game last week. We just see Deshaun Watson having to take the game into his own hands, and he couldn't do it because they knew that they were going to be passing a lot, and the Steelers just took advantage of that. Uh, Tennessee can do the same. Tennessee has some great pass rushers. They can really take time away from a team like Cleveland, and it's – You know, it's going to be on the Tennessee defense to make them make mistakes just like we saw the Steelers do.
0: Yeah, you know, the Cleveland Browns defense uh, has been playing really well through the first two, and they're going to have to play even better as the weeks continue now with Nick Chubb out. Yeah. Um, you got to see more from Deshaun Watson. He has to step up big for this team as the season continues. I'm going with Tennessee. I I think that there's a route for them to win it here. Mike Vrabel is a great coach. Schemes really well. And this offense surprised a Chargers team uh, that we both thought were going to win a game last week
1: yeah we did we did not expect that I like that as well um you know the the, uh, the Titans team it may not be pretty how they're getting it done um you know they were close in New Orleans but they are also um you know they were winners from last week I see them doing it this week um no reason they can't I think that this is a, a, a you know opening shot case the Browns I went in last week with Chubb thinking that they were going to be a potential playoff threat I, I do not think that going into this week
0: Yeah, all right, let's keep this moving along. We have the Atlanta Falcons making the way to Detroit to take on the Lions. Detroit favoring this by minus three, over under here of 46. Top two running backs selected in in the past draft. Face up against one another. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, two two rookie running backs. It's always a highlighted matchup. Two teams, honestly, that in the NFC are kind of surprising everyone right now. Um, You know, we really didn't expect... Um, you know Detroit to kind of come out as hot as they have um, you know obviously tough loss last week in overtime but now they're back at home they're getting stuff done I think that Jameer Gibbs is going to be in heavily involved in this with David Montgomery a little banged up um, but Bijan Robinson I mean you're talking about a guy right now despite having to split carries he's second in the league in rushing are only behind Christian McCaffrey so are the Smith obviously doing something right
0: Yeah, I mean, minus the passing, they're currently ranked 28th in passing, 163 yards. uh, Well, I said he was doing something right, not everything. Not everything. That's true, that's true. Desmond
1: Ritter's not making his job as easy as Jared Goff is making Dan Campbell. Is that why you why you trust Detroit a little bit more that, going into this That is week? why
0: I'm going uh, I'm going to try. I think that also it's it's at home. The Lions mm. lost last week in OT. It was brutal for the fans for yeah. the first home game after the huge high of the win that was Kansas City. Yep. You know, uh everyone's coming out in the blue ski masses and they lose and also injury news uh trying to uh Chauncey Gardner-Johnson out for the season with a torn peck, so they just After suffered an he injury. he got everybody yeah. wearing the mask, And that was I the mean- big off-season signing in free agency. Amon Ra also dealing with a lingering injury. He not practiced so far this week, so just some things to monitor. I'm still going with Detroit in this one. I loved what we've been seeing. Um, out of Jared Goff and what he's and who he's been passing to when it's not amon Ra. Yeah, and we've seen a, a you know Dave Montgomery should be out a few weeks, a little but Josh Reynolds in there this yeah, week. I like that again. He had two touchdowns last week.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe a little Josh Reynolds <laughs> touchdowns. Call, <right>? Anytime <laughs> yeah. touchdown
0: might not be bad, but I like Detroit in this way. The okay. defense steps up.
1: I like that. I got to say, I you know it's our first real opposition today. A lot of lopsided games, obviously in our blowout window, and I got to say. Atlanta this year, they surprised me. I think every week there's going to be an interesting kind of game plan with Arthur Smith. On the road, I, I love Detroit this year, i got to say, but I, I'm going to take the Falcons this week as, as good, a little upset. All right, I like it. Let's keep this
0: moving along. We have the New Orleans Saints making the way to Green Bay to take on the Packers. Green Bay is serving this by minus two, over under here of 43. Last time these two teams met, the Saints won 38-3. to three. That was 2021. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is still the quarterback of the Green Bay.
1: Yeah, I I'm I'm loving what I'm seeing from Jordan Love, but obviously last week was a little bit of a roller coaster without Aaron Jones in there. In there, two touchdowns week one, no Aaron Jones week two. Obviously, I I kind of saw them struggle, but I will say I I think that both of these teams have now you know made these quarterback transitions, and through the first two weeks, I'm I'm really loving what they've been doing, and I gotta say. But all the weapons have been stepping up. Romeo Dobbs and Jaden Reed last week getting two touchdowns. And now you got Olave and uh Michael Thomas Rashid Shahid. I mean, there's this is gonna be the over under is forty three. I, I have no problem with that. This is gonna be a fantastic game.
0: I definitely hit the over. I'm leaning with the Saints in this one. Um I think that their defense is solid been keeping them in games. Um their offense, while well, you're right, these wide receivers have been uh hitting and playing well. Yeah. It it's not to like that. You know, yeah. like, that next level that we all know that I feel like this offense can take it under. Like, we all, like Derek Carr can throw the ball. He can throw the ball well. He can, he can make the big throws, and he's pretty accurate with it. Yeah. Like, I want to see them open up this offense even more. Like, I want to see them really unleash all these weapons that they got. Like, you just listed three solid wide receivers, mm-hmm. and I feel like we haven't – and, like, we just haven't seen – like more, like well, I don't yeah. know why we haven't seen them put up like 40 points yet. I yeah, it's and it's,
1: I think the crazy thing is, both of these teams have that potential definitely to do that down the road. Um, I'm to lean with you as well. The Saints, they look good. This will probably be their last week without Alvin Kamara, so um, obviously, they're gonna need him back. Jamal Williams hurt a couple guys in there. Um, but the Saints looked really good on the road last week, so. Even their defense, you know, they made Bryce Young incredibly uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, moving this right along, we have an AFC East matchup with the New England Patriots making the way to New York to take on the Jets. New England is favoring this by 2.5, over under here of 37. Um, so the first meeting this season of these two teams, obviously we are expecting it to be Aaron Rodgers. I'm going with New England right off the bat. My, my issue is the same issue I've had with the Jets last year with Zach Wilson. Playoff defense puts them in all the right positions. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson just can't get the ball going at any point. And yes, they had a, he had the he had the monster touchdown last week. That was all mm-hmm. just Garrett Wilson just running, yeah, <laughs> just running a yeah, route way just better than Stephon Gilmore could ever yeah. cover.
1: That was like saying, "Oh my God, Kenny Pickett was so good on that George Pickens touchdown." Yeah, like, and it's like no, he ran literally 65 of yeah, on yeah, the 71 so, yeah.
0: So, it's like uh, I
1: agree. This no, offense just isn't there for me. And the, I, pa- I, the I like Patriots it. have not lost to the Jets. Since twenty fifteen. And the and remember, it was the like week two of twenty fifteen that the Jets got a win. So since the start of the twenty sixteen season there has not been a Jets win. Uh Belichick's got their number. He's definitely not happy about losing to Miami in prime time. Uh to Bel Belichick. That's divisional losses. He does not like that. Um uh, I, I think that this all this will be one of the more meh games of the weekend. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> one absolutely. more meh meh games. Still
0: in our <laughs> meh games category. We have the Carolina Panthers making their way to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Seahawks are this by minus five and a half over under here of 42. Uh, Carolina,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not great. Not the start that they were hoping for. Not great. I'm going with Seattle after that huge overtime win last week in Detroit. They get their home crowd now after that win. And they get a rookie quarterback.
1: I like that. Yeah, Seattle, their their defense is looking good. Their secondary, you know, no secondary, nothing more that a secondary loves than a rookie quarterback, like you said, someone who can easily make mistakes. I liked how they were able to make the drive at the end of the game. I mean, that was something I, I'd like to see. But, um, you know, Frank Reich, um, he, he seems that he doesn't really know when he's using Miles Sanders, Chubb Hubbard. Um, I, I see that. You know, Jonathan Mingo was getting involved. There's a couple of guys getting involved, but like even last week, Hayden Hurst was a safety blanket. Week one, he wasn't really targeted that much in week two by Bryce Young. Adam Thielen looks fine. Uh but the Seahawks, I mean, they we've been talking about how overpowered their offense is. And they showed up against the Lions who who are an offensive powerhouse. And uh Seattle at home, one of the most dangerous places to play in the NFL.
0: Yeah, definitely not gonna be well, good first experience for Bryce Young with yeah. like this kind of loudness, but definitely not the environment, like definitely not the place you want to play. At the not same when time.
1: you're not when you're dead last in scoring, tied with Las Vegas and uh, Cincinnati right now.
0: Cincinnati, <laughs> you guys heard it. All right, moving this get right to along.
1: You, we'll get to you, Cincinnati, in a little bit. Yeah, because we got. <laughs> first, this.
0: we got to get to this Vegas game. Cause we have the Pittsburgh Steelers making their way to v- to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Las Vegas fairness by minus one and a half over in here forty three. This is our Sunday night football matchup. And it's not great. Uh, Devontae <laughs> <Congratulations>, Adams.
1: Congratulations, <laughs> schedule makers. You yeah. did it again. <laughs> you messed
0: up. You didn't script it correctly. Uh, Devontae Adams might be out for this one. Also mm-hmm. in the concussion protocol. A lot of a lot of people ended up in the concussion protocol last week. Uh, so there's a possibility he doesn't play at, th- at this potential moment. We don't know. Yeah. Over under of uh, minus two yards for Josh Jacobs in this one. Oh, my one. God. What I, are your I thoughts?
1: I, 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 I'll just take even money. Like, I don't know anymore with it. I mean, I'll just take <laughs> maybe, I'll take a like. The, you know, the one yard, because it seems that that's all that Josh McDaniels is willing to give him or, you know, Josh Jacobs fantasy owners like myself, people who have, you know, dedicated, you know, I'm not getting into that. My my joke outside of that is that you know when you're looking at the volume that this team is getting, I don't think they're putting it in the right spots. I, I you know Devonta Adams had an amazing first quarter last week. He was able to score. They didn't really get to show out you know the rest of the game and show out the rest of the weapons after they kind of built that first couple of drives 100%. around him. Um, Steelers defense though is not you know Jimmy Jimmy uh, Garoppolo has not gotten sacked yet, and he's he's going up against T.J. Watt who was everywhere last week. Everywhere,
0: everywhere, scoring touchdowns, breaking records—that's the TJ Watt way. Yeah, shout um, out
1: all-time Steelers sack leader. He did it in half the games of James Harrison. But literally half,
0: uh, eighty-five games, and I think it was James Harrison's like one sixty-five, something like that. It's it was, just like, it's just so insane. fast.
1: And then I go it's to so look cool. back, TJ Watt. 37 sacks we forget over two seasons just recently only played for six years he's still a young guy las vegas is a big stage so you know look for these guys to show out minka fitzpatrick um how's he doing he's released from the hospital following a chest injury the expectation
0: currently in the steelers camp is that he's going to be in there for the game obviously he'll probably be leaning towards a game time decision so keep that in mind all this being said i am going with the steelers the Raiders. Oh yeah. If it's not Devontae Adams catching the ball, it just hasn't been great. Um, you know, there was some hope, I think, with Jimmy G going to this team because of his familiarity with Josh McDaniels and the offense. Mm-hmm. And so far it hasn't panned out and it was just atrocious. Uh in Buffalo last week. This defense isn't quite there yet either. This this is a chance look, Kenny Pickett really bad week one. Yeah. Improvement in week two. Now you get an, an easy opponent, an easy defense. You know, it's third game. You know, take that. Let's take another step. It's only year two, so don't panic, anyone. Quarterbacks often go down their sophomore season. Yeah, it's very unusual that we get these Mahomes and Burrows as of late. So just bear that in mind. That historically down seasons on year two for quarterbacks, but easy opponent this week. We we expect more because they yeah, have yeah. too good of a defense, similar to the to the Jets, to so just be losing games.
1: Yeah, I like Steelers straight up this week. You know, it's another underdog. It seems like. A lot of these games are going to be close this weekend. Absolutely. That, uh, you know, I'm 50-50 on, but it's these close spreads. I mean, the underdogs this weekend. This is this is something to just watch these trends as you go this week for sure.
0: Yeah, 100%. All right, we're getting into our game of the week, all right? And it's 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 a great one because the Los Angeles Chargers making their way to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Um, this is a weird one. Depending on where you're looking, <laughs> yeah. Minnesota is going to be favored by one. If you're looking other places, Los Angeles is going to be favored by one. The general consensus, though, on an over-under here seems to be hovering around a 54. So (laughs) I will hit the over on that one this week because we have two really high-scoring offenses. I love it. Uh, We just saw both of them put up 28-plus points between them. If my math is correct, 28-plus-28 is indeed 56, which is (laughs) over the spread of 54. Um, and both defenses are not good at stopping the pass, it's and very both true. Of his offenses are very good at throwing the ball. So and you are making way too much. Sense. <laughs> there's a lot of reasons why this is going to be a really fun offensive game. Yeah,
1: I love it. It's um, it's Sean's favorite team and his favorite team to talk about in the AFC. I, it is. Uh, I I we were talking about it. We we always look at the lines before. Like Sean said, every book has this at maximum one and a half in a different direction. And we've been talking about it all week. Um, you know, these close lines, but I will say the Vikings are in their own building and they got to get this one done. And I know we always say that the Vikings get everything messed up and they always blow fourth quarter leads and they always make shots. So do the chargers. But so do the chargers, man.
0: There's a chance. <laughs> Look, if we go zero and three, it's statistically it's like we you were talking about this yeah. before. You have like a fifty-one percent chance when you're zero and two. And then if you fall to zero and three, you you go below three percent. like around eleven. But after, oh, eleven. I mean, eleven is not good. I mean, mean, that's bad. And <laughs> so either one, neither one of these teams wants to do it. So for both these teams, they have a lot, uh, a three, lot to, yeah. a lot to, you know, a lot on the line here. It's yeah. Their playoffs on the line right now. Vikings did side Dalton. Uh, Resnir, which is huge for their interior offensive line, which has not been playing great. We've been seeing the fumbles and mishaps on the snaps with them, which has led to a lot of costly offensive turnovers. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) I'm going Minnesota. Uh, I think the keys to this game, obviously, I just mentioned it. You're not turning the ball over. We had like four. I think we had six turnovers in the opening two first halves of the games that we've played this year. So against Tampa Bay, we had like four. And against the Eagles, we had two. Can't be turning the ball over early on that in the game. That Eagles
1: game, it seemed like there were 10 turnovers on both by both teams. It in was, the first that five was an minutes. ugly matchup. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but I gotta say, um, you guys, you guys, like you said, you have to defend the home court. You have so much on the line when it comes down to it. The Chargers, though, we, they are a better team than we expect. I will say, obviously, they expected going into the season with Austin Eckler being fully healthy. They're trying to rest him, make sure he's fully healthy. I saw that he wasn't practicing today which could be a good sign for the Vikings. But, it, you know, Joshua Kelly's been stepping up. At the end of the day, Staley, Brandon Staley, the Chargers head coach, really wants to run the ball. And uh, I I love what, you know, Keenan Allen's been doing in the offense this year. He's going to be kind of like, you know, as long as he's going, this team's going to stay on top of you guys. But, I mean, Kirk, four touchdowns last week. It's like he is actually playing to a level that you have to say like, whoa. Yeah, he's good. (laughs) There's a fun,
0: you know, all these great fun stats come out in the opening four weeks of the NFL (laughs) where people are just setting unreal records. And the current pace of Kirk Cousins is like 17,000 yards, 51
1: touchdowns, and nine interceptions. Also
0: going 0-17, though.
1: So (laughs) let's see what happens. I think the thing is, too, is, you know, he has Jefferson, I think this week is the week that you get the Jefferson touchdown. touchdown. Get in the end zone. You know, that's like what we, you know, we're we're looking at these touchdowns because it's just instinct, and you're saying, yeah, yourself, if "You winning. don't get them now. How do you win this game?" You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I think they got to score and they got to score early. Look, I th- this is the Vikings game to lose. Daniil Hunter currently leading the NFL in sacks, uh, along with TJ Watt. So that's yeah, fun. does, Brian he, down does
1: and he and Joey Bosa, one of the other highest paid oh, yeah. in the NFL, get oh, a sack 100%, this week? hundred percent.
0: Both offensive lines aren't great. Also, so there's a lot, a lot of fun reasons why so, this is going to be an ugly defensive game, yeah. fun offensive game, guys. So yeah, 54
1: definitely the highest. Like Sean said, definitely take it because it's going to be a freaking shootout. And like you said, these defenses—it's gonna be about weirdly. We're talking about which one of these defenses are gonna step up. Yeah. But I—I uh, I love this as our game of the week. This is definitely one you gotta watch. And I mean. Outside of all these blowouts and lopsided games, this is definitely going to be the one you have your eyes glued most to. I love it.
0: I love it. Let's see if the Vikings get a win for me. That's all the time that we have, everyone. Thank you for listening and thank you for tuning in.
1: Thank you guys for checking us out always and enjoy these Sunday games. Uh, saying JustSayingFootball on YouTube and Spotify. Get us in your ears. Subscribe on there. We'll always make sure to check us out on Instagram as well. Just saying, no JustSayingNoGWJS.
0: Enjoy.